Lunchtime replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Go only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Hashtag Wanderlust here on Lunchtime. I'm Timothy Goh, and this time around, instead of consulting the doctor or going to the doctor's clinic for a consultation, I'm bringing the doctor into the studio for a personal (laughs) consultation. It is that time of year, uh, winter season in North America, and to a certain extent here in Singapore, the weather has been a lot cooler, which means it's also flu season. Uh, So if you're traveling or even if you're staying home, what should you be doing uh, to prevent yourself from getting hit by a nasty flu bug if you're on your holiday? Uh, Dr. Julian Hong is the resident doctor at DTAP Clinic, joining me here in the studio this afternoon. Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon, Tim. Thank you for having me back in the studio once again. Um, It's my privilege to be here just to share with the audience uh, about this big topic on the flu, especially now everyone's traveling um, this year end. Yeah, the flu bug is, you know, some of us take it for granted until we actually get hit by it, and then it becomes too late. So, In, in fact, um, I personally just caught the flu a few days ago, oh. and I just came back from a, a short holiday uh, a week ago. But before my holiday, I actually got vaccinated. So I recovered quite quickly in about two to three days okay. instead of the entire one week that I should be down for. All right, Th- then this brings me to why you're here and why this is really a very selfish interview in my case, <laughs> because in the last uh, two or three years, I realized that I've been uh, more prone to getting the flu bug when I'm traveling to North America, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it lasts a longer time than uh, than what I'm used to. As you said, like a week or four or five days and it's done. This year, this January, my flu lasted for about four weeks. Wow, four weeks, that's a long time. Yeah, which I thought was, okay, first, I know it's a strong flu bug, mm-hmm. and I was flying across time zones and jet lag and all that and change of weather. Definitely. Um, but is there a way for people to prevent getting this? So, I mean, when we talk about the flu season, there are usually two major um, strains uh, that come about every year. One would be the Northern Hemisphere strain, which is the one that you've just mm-hmm. been exposed to usually happens towards the end of the year. And uh, Singapore being a traveler's hub, where lots of travelers come through, uh, when you go to a place where it's more densely populated, um, the flu virus can be spread just by someone coughing or sneezing in such a, a closed environment. Or an, inside an airplane, right? That's correct, yeah. Um, and the other second uh, flu season usually happens about May to September. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the southern flu season. And it happens more usually what we call the Australian uh, strain. Um, again, both strains of uh, flu can be prevented with a vaccination. Um, the vaccination is what the World Health Organization tries to predict Um, every single year, twice a year. Mm -hmm. And they update the strains so that the manufacturers of the vaccine can produce the vaccine. Um, But it is not 100% because it is always a prediction. Every year, the flu virus kind of mutates. right? And when it mutates, the body needs to learn to recognize the flu virus so that it can mount its own defenses. Okay, now, now that you're talking about that, how exactly does a flu vaccination work in, in this instance? So... Let's say if someone picks up the flu, um, the symptoms that they generally get, fever, a bit of runny nose, a bit of sore throat, a bit of coughing, 
um, that's the mild uh, appearance of the of the flu virus. Mm-hmm. And if it's someone who is more uh, weaker in, in terms of the constitution, whether they've got a chronic disease, whether they're a pregnant lady, whether it's a young child or whether it's an elderly person, um, sometimes their own uh, body's defenses are not as strong right. and they can develop a lung infection. Yeah. And lung infections are what we call pneumonias. And pneumonias are potentially fatal. Okay. Um, in fact, uh, even the Ministry of Health Singapore published uh, something in this year, 2019. Um, 500,000 people um, saw their doctor this year for this year's flu season. Um, and there were more than 1,500 uh, hospitalizations, um, including uh, 600 deaths. And a lot of these can be prevented uh, with the flu vaccine. Um, the flu vaccine has been shown to decrease um, the severity of the symptoms right. and even stop one from picking up uh, the flu oh. infection so altogether. This is what I wanted to clarify about because you said you had your flu shot before you traveled correct, and yes. therefore when you got the flu, it didn't last as long. That's correct. Uh, but is it possible that when you get a flu shot, you don't get hit by it at all, like an armor? Yes, uh, precisely. So how the vaccine typically works is it tells the body to recognize the foreign invader. And um, when it recognizes... And fight it off. And fight it off. So when they encounter it, the defenses are up, it doesn't get into the body. But of course, there are other small factors which can affect your body's immune system. Mm-hmm. Like what you just mentioned, you came back from a long trip, um, in terms of jet lag, you know, not enough water, not enough rest. In terms of your diet and nutrition, all these plays a part on your overall immune system. Okay, so if you have the vaccine and you know you had it, you you got hit by flu, it's probably mild. Do you take medication? Most of the time, um, each doctor would um, give different uh, advice. Um, like I can only share from my perspectives. I personally believe in letting the body build up its immune system by fighting off the uh, virus on its own. But if it persists for more than three or four days, and if the symptoms kind of get worse, in terms of worsening symptoms, I mean um, a persistent high fever, Mm -hmm. difficulty breathing, um, just extreme lethargy, then I would say, yes, please do see your doctor. Um, I think what people tend to forget is there are many different strains which cause um, a flu-like symptom. It can be the flu virus itself, which the vaccine protects from. It could be other small things, other small viruses that can cause a common cold. Mm -hmm. Or it could even be a bacterial infection, which require antibiotics um, to cure. And in this case, uh, the symptoms would persist until um, this is assessed and uh, diagnosed and treated uh, by your doctor. Okay, uh, for our listeners, if you're wondering what we're talking about, I'm, by the way, with Dr. Julian Hong, resident doctor at DTAP Clinic. We're talking about the flu, it's traveling season, it's also flu season, how you protect yourself from it. And and that's why we're sounding a little bit medical here, but really <laughs> it's all about travel here on Hashtag Wanderlust. Okay, so going back to my experience, so I traveled, I attended a trade show mm-hmm. where I think that's where I got the flu from, from touching things that other people have touched and flying in and out. Um, the worst part is when you are sick, but not really that sick. So I came back to Singapore, went back to work as normal, although I wasn't 100%, that I don't know, 50% <laughs> lasted me for four weeks. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, from what you've shared with me, um, if you've got a high fever... Um, more Which than... I didn't have. Okay. So it was like a sore throat with a sniffling, prolonged mm. ev- the whole day, every day for four weeks. So I, I, um, on a recent um, 
talk we did with uh, Clarissa mm-hmm. uh, on health suites, uh, we talked a little bit about the different causes of sneezing and sniffling. Mm-hmm. Um, there can be other confounders such as uh, allergy, uh, what we call a sensitive nose. Um, there can be other confounders um, such as even the common cold, or you could have picked up multiple um, infections along the Yikes. way. <laughs> so, which which means what I'm trying to say is you could have picked up the influenza at the start if you've got a fever, mm-hmm. um, sniffles, sore throat, and then subsequently when your immune system is not fully back to 100%, you could have picked up a bacteria or even um, a cold, which would require um, different sets of uh, uh, assessment and treatment. And one of the interesting things is currently uh, in the last few years, there have been what we call rapid um, diagnostic uh, tools available that okay. are available in the doctor's clinic where they just take a, a small pinprick of blood from your finger mm-hmm. um, during the time during the first 48 hours of symptoms. And the doctor would then be able to tell you, yes, is this an infection that requires antibiotics or is this an infection that's oh. most likely a viral infection where you can take antiviral medications to stop the um, onset or even the severity of uh, flu-like symptoms. So you don't need a swab down your throat anymore, which will take well, a day or two before The swab also out. works. They look at the different things. The swab is a more specific test, okay. whereas the finger prick uh, test would tell you more of an, an indicator of whether this is more likely to be a bacterial infection mm-hmm. or whether it's a viral infection. And based on the doctor's clinical assessment, they can piece this information together to give you the appropriate um, treatment. Uh, whereas the, the swaps from the throat or from the nose is a, what we call a confirmatory test mm-hmm. where you get a confirmed diagnosis. Yes, there is flu present. Yes, there is this virus present. And then uh, we take it from there. So what should one do when they're traveling and they start feeling it? Like I wake up and start sneezing and my throat is scratchy. By that point, is there anything else that a person can do so as not to have a full-blown flu? Like what I would do is I would drink my lemon water Mm -hmm. and ginger and everything just to hoping to hold it back because I want to enjoy my holiday. I think a lot of the times, um, especially if you are traveling, um, if you are elderly, if you have a chronic disease, if you are pregnant, or if you find that... um, your constitution in terms you might have a pre-existing health issue, Mm -hmm. um, then I would say that it is advisable to actually see a doctor for advice before you travel. Uh, Oh, before you travel. Before traveling. Um, Especially to the areas of interest when you travel, especially if you're going to Europe, you're going to America at the end of the year. Um, There are medications um, the doctor can prescribe to you that we call um, prophylactic uh, Mm -hmm. medications, where if during the 48 hours of onset of symptoms, you can just take it, to just decrease um, its severity. Mm. Um, And in fact, they have made these medications so simple. It's just uh, two tablets, one time, and that's it. And it actually helps to target and stop the infection cycle. Okay. But it only works for the flu strain. If it's a common cold, unfortunately, it's not going to have any effect. But is there any danger though when, okay, this is a general question, with the flu shot and with this uh, prophylactic that you're talking about, Mm If you take it, you get your flu shot in Singapore, you bring this and, yes. you know, and you don't get the flu. Are you putting yourself in danger by putting, you know, m- drugs in your body that you're, you're not going to so need? G- generally, uh, we always try to weigh the pros and the cons. Um, in this case, we weigh the cons of developing a flu and developing the complications of flu, which might be pneumonia, hospitalization, mm-hmm. um, and even death. Um, and by taking this medication, you can prevent that from happening, preventing this cascade from happening. Okay. I think the benefit from taking the medication for outweighs any the chance of, of 
any chance of the medication harming the body. Okay. The usual things we would say that you know if the person is um, liver and kidneys are fine, um, if the person is um, still active and uh, able to uh, move around, then of course this medication is usually very safe. Um, to help to combat um, the flu virus. Okay. Uh, what are some other misconceptions about getting a flu vaccine? Uh, some people would say that you will get sick just after your That's flu true. vaccine. Is that still true today? Because if I'm traveling tomorrow, if I get it today, I don't want to be sick for the first two days. The, the interesting thing about the flu vaccine is it takes about two to three weeks for the body to recognize and activate um, the flu vaccine. Okay. So let's say if you get the flu vaccine and then you go traveling the next day, mm -hmm. it's not going to be effective. Ah, and I think okay. like what you mentioned, the common misconception that, oh, after I get the flu jab, I'm, I suddenly get the flu. Actually, that's not true because um, the flu vaccine is what we call an inactivated virus or even a very, very low dose or even a component of the actual flu virus itself. So the body just recognizes this component and mm -hmm. mounts a defense against this component. Um, so that this component does not cause um, the flu at all. But why people still fall sick? Yeah, wh wh <laughs> It does happen um, for strange coincidences, maybe in that two weeks before the vaccine was taken or even after the vaccine was taken, in that two weeks, you could have come into contact with someone who's carrying the flu virus and then hence picking it up, mm. coinciding with the flu shot, hence thinking that you might have picked it up okay. from the flu shot. So uh, now that you mentioned it takes two to three weeks before it starts to working on your That's body, correct. then people should plan ahead. You yep. can't just go to the doctor's office before you travel the next day. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, we always recommend at least two weeks just to come in, come in and get the flu shot before mm -hmm. your planned travel. Um, and that was what I, I, I did as well in terms of my year-end travel plans. Uh, I came back from Europe, um, was down with the flu for two to three days. Ideally, I know that it would have been down for four to five days at least. And I, I'm just glad that I had my flu shot uh, right before. At least it saved me a lot of downtime. And although today I can be here, you can still hear <laughs> I my can voice hear, yes. a bit nasally. Um, but that's the benefits uh, of the flu vaccine. Okay. Now, uh, so you mentioned the two types of flu earlier in our conversation. If I am going to North America, which I always do uh, towards the end of the year until the middle of winter in January, if I get a flu shot here now, which would be two, three weeks before I go... Yep. Um, will I be protected from the kind of flu strain that they will have in North America by getting it by getting the shot here in Singapore? The uh, long and short of it is the answer is yes. Um, every year, um, the vaccine manufacturers would usually prepare to, or based on what the World Health Organization um, shares in terms of the information of the types of flu strains, they would then update their vaccines to the latest one. And then the vaccine that you get will be the one that is the current circulating or planned circulating strain at the time of the year. So let's say if you're going to North America this year, mm -hmm. um, the current vaccine would cover your Northern Hemisphere strain. But you always need to check whether it's the 2019-2020 vaccine. So when you go see your doctor, you need to check and be specific. That's correct, yes. But in most cases, most clinics in Singapore will have the, the latest, latest one. one, right? That's correct. And how long will a flu vaccination last? It will last just for the entire year because okay. the next following year, 
the flu virus itself mutates. Mm -hmm. And when it mutates, the body needs to learn to re-recognize it again. So which means if you have that complete shot in Singapore, it covers me for the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere flu. Just the Northern Hemisphere. Just the Northern Hemisphere. Because towards the the next Southern Hemisphere strain or predicted strain type, the World Health Organization would then release its uh, supposed uh, prediction. And mm-hmm. then the manufacturers of the vaccine would then produce something that would counteract against this uh, Southern Hemisphere strain. Okay, so now just to, to, to review what we talked about here. So you can get your flu shot in Singapore and we'll cover you when you're traveling. Yep. It takes two to three weeks before it takes effect. That's so correct. do it ahead of your travel schedule. And the benefits of getting a flu shot far outweighs any kind of risks involved when you're traveling. But it's always useful to discuss uh, any concerns you might have with your doctor because um, there are adverse cases where some people are allergic to eggs or some people might be concerned where, let's say, they get a jab in the left arm, they're a left-hander, they need to use their hand and they get a bit of a sore arm in Um, in that day. Okay. So it's good to just talk these things through with your doctor. At least you get your queries, you get your concerns addressed. All right. Thank you very much for the house call, Dr. Dr. Julian Hong. It's absolutely lovely to be here. Thank you. Dr. Julian Hong is resident doctor at DTAP Clinic. Get your vaccinations done for the flu shot if you're traveling for the end of the year. It's not too late yet, and that's why we're having this segment this time of the week in December. You're listening to Hashtag Wanderlust right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.